Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 570, recorded live on Saturday, September 8th, 2018. And here are your hosts, man who decided to now is a good time to chomp down on watermelon, Dave Pillay. It's really tasty. And the man who is waiting until after we're done recording to eat a whole bunch of food, Andy Lowe, hi. It wouldn't be the podcast without some food. No, no, we discuss food. We're not actually sitting here over dinner recording. Have we done that Breakfast? Actually? Recorded over dinner? Yeah. I mean, we I've definitely eaten some dinner while recording a long time ago. But, you but know, no, I don't think we've actually no. recorded, like, you know, while we're at it. In, in a meal. Yeah. No, I don't think we have. Hmm. I don't know how that would sound. It probably would not sound good. <laughs> a lot of, like, glass clinking around and... Yep silverware you get that nasty like scrape of the silverware on the plate oh jeez. yeah yeah you know that sound yeah you probably just had that sound like coming into your ears yeah no uh yeah no oh okay we need to think of the guy need to stop that noise <sighs> yes i've got i've got food waiting for me as soon as we're done but not 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 during coffee no. though during yes coffee during we have coffee Coffee's pretty good. What pods are you using now, by the way? Uh, none. Which is to say, we bought some reusable K-Cups. Yes. Uh, so let me look at which ones I got. Well, they're just reusable K-Cups. I mean, yeah, but it's it's the, like, gold-plated mesh coffee filters. Mm-hmm. So the little purple cups. Uh, and we got filters, and so we just used the filters and the, the K-Cup, and then... Laura really liked the 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 coffee that came with the machine because it came in this package. It's like this Hugh Jackman Colombian something smiling man coffee or something like that. Wait, Hugh Jackman's got coffee? Yeah. Oh, hold on. I got to see this. Hugh Jackman coffee. Laughing Man Foundation. Yeah, that is Laughing Man, not Smiling Man. Well, the I'll Columbia be. Huila Dark Roast. So she really liked that, and Target happened to carry it, except they were stopping carrying it, so it was on clearance. Oh. So we may have cleared out Target. Cafe online, okay. Shop or your store, okay. You can purchase K-Cups and bag ground coffee at select locations, okay. Including Amazon. Yep. There's a lot of it on Amazon, actually. Uh, but that's what we're, that's what we're brewing. So that's the caffeinated. We also got a Starbucks Pike Place decaf because Laura will now drink coffee like in the late afternoon. Oh, okay. which is odd because she didn't drink coffee before. <laughs> so we, we got a decaf so that she can have some in the afternoon. What about you? Uh, hmm. I'm using the, uh, the Kirkland, uh, breakfast blend. Ah, yes. Because it's cheap. Costco. Oh, there is a bigger reservoir that might fit my coffee machine. Ooh. So you have to fill it less frequently. Yes. I still think, like, there's got to be a way to just hook it up to the faucet so that you don't need to keep refilling it. Yes, the commercial ones do that. Okay. So you need to get yourself a commercial K-cup machine. Or... You know, just modify this one. Or yes, just modify that one. Just use a tap tap a line off your cold 
feed unless you're using filtered water. We're not. Okay. So yeah, just tap a tap your your cold feed into your sink kitchen sink if it's right there, and then you'll have to drill a hole in your countertop to feed the line out. Yep. And then um just uh like a put a valve. Yeah, or a, a ball floater. Mm. So it just automatically closes. Yeah. When it gets too low, ball drops, fills up, floats, and it's got a little cage. Yeah, they they do things like that all the time for basically how your toilet works. Trying to find ball floater valve or something like that, and it's not coming up. Floater valve? Float valve, Float I think. Float valve. Yeah, those are those are a that, little bigger than what yeah, I want. Yeah, no, sorry, like, that's actually for a toilet. It's called a float valve. Yeah, or I could just get a valve, a ball valve. Yeah, or yes, you could just get a valve and just, you know... Just open it and close it. Yeah. The the advantage being I don't need to take the darn thing off the Keurig. Yes. Like, what do I need? I need piping, I need a valve, and I need some way to tap the main line. It's that last part that's that's a little harder to do. Well, you just you just got to be okay cutting the piping underneath your sink. Is it a is it a PVC flex line or is it an actual Problem. copper line? Oh, I'm hiring a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an excellent idea. Yeah, yeah. No, if if I'm gonna do this, I'm hiring a plumber. All right. Oh, yeah, we're gonna have to hire a plumber. We got a leaking um, laundry basin. The the cold water won't shut off. And normally, like you know, okay, I know it's a you know, I just got to be able to turn the valve and replace the O ring, and everything will be fine. Yeah, I tried to 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 turn the valve in order to get it off, and the whole thing started to move. I'm like, hmm, okay, this is not going to budge. Hmm. Which means that you would most likely have to cut the whole thing off, put new piping on, put a whole new like faucet thing on there. And at that point, I'm like, mm, plumber time. Yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, there's there's different degrees, right? There are certain things where like, yeah, you can totally do that on your own. And there's other ones where, no, hire a plumber. Yeah. The important thing to know in any DIY project is where your limitations are. Because very quickly, if you don't know where your limitations are, you can create yourself a huge problem. Yeah. Having just had an inch of water in my basement like two weeks ago, now, did I you don't figure want out to where inflict that... that on myself. Did you figure out where it came from? Oh, I, I watched it as it came in. Like, it wasn't a question of where it came from. Was it, like a, was it a crack or was it just coming? Uh, so the house had seven cracks in the foundation when we bought it but they had been sealed okay. professionally, right? Like, I have the receipt and the paperwork literally on my desk in front of me from when the, the group came by to seal it. It was in May of 2013. You, do you want to guess what the warranty is on those seals? Five years? Yeah. So, water was coming in through those seven cracks, plus one more crack that either no one saw or is new. Uh, and then the way they repaired the cracks was really interesting and really weird but one of the consequences of it is it leaves a gap between the ground and the wall and the water was bubbling up from that gap Ooh, like the ground was so wet it was coming in from that now i have two sump pumps right like there are two in my basement and one of them shut off 
And that's what the problem was. The other one just couldn't keep the water out like it couldn't keep up with it. Uh, both of them together did fine. But one of them like the the fuse box flipped. And so it shut off the power. Well, that that's that's not helpful then. No, no, it wasn't. So that's where the water came from. Also, like Wisconsin. Uh, hang on. Let me check to see if we beat it yet. Uh, widespread flooding. Damage widespread. Yep. Flash floods. Monday rainfall. Uh, record rainfall. Wisconsin. September. Dang it. I don't see an overall rainfall. In any case, uh, Wisconsin may have already beaten its, like, average rainfall for September. Uh, I'm just going to let that sit there for a second. Fifth of September. Yeah. It is September 8th right now. Yes. If we've already beaten the average rainfall for September. There's a lot of September left. Yes, yes, there is. So, yeah, it's wet. Not pleased. I'm sitting here thinking, yeah, there was uh, supposedly flooding around the Kalamazoo area. I didn't notice any this last time it rained, but supposedly there was, you know, parts around here that were flooded. But Just what is Kalamazoo? A lot of water. Yeah. Water, water everywhere and not a drop to drink. Yeah, kind of. Um, There's a cool Kickstarter. There's always a cool Kickstarter. The question is, what do you actually get out of it? It's called Second Breakfast. Is it for hobbits? It is not, but I sent you a link, and I'll post it to the show notes. Is that a table? It is a table. <coughs> be nice if they had... Oh, there it is. Okay. It is a gaming table. Okay, so the one problem I see with these gaming tables is the fact that it's sunk in. Yes. What's the point of that? Uh, for things like rolling dice, they don't fall out. Ah. The same reason a craps table is sunk in. Pieces won't roll off and fall to the floor. I see. However, when you put in the leaves of the table... It just looks like a table. ...or the acrylic top, then it is smooth and flat on top. Pledge $500 or more to get said table. Yep. $500 for a table. Six feet by... No, not six feet. Five feet? Yeah, 60 inches. I could bet you anything I'd probably hack together something from Ikea for like half that cost. You think so? Well, you just need the table legs... With trays. So this, this table oh, comes with... trays? There's, there's removable and attachable trays and cup holders for the outside of the table. There is AC power in the table. Okay, now we're getting fancy. All right. It has LEDs along the inside ring of the table. I mean, most gaming tables are like thousands of dollars. Yeah. This one is 500 bucks. Yeah, 60 inches by 40 inches. Is it interesting that I'm looking at the table in one of their pictures, and I can recognize that it's not Forbidden Island, but the sequel to Forbidden Island on there. That's kind of cute. That's the picture at the Quality Matters one? Yes, because Forbidden Island, the things have uh, blue edges, but this yellow one means it's Forbidden Desert. Ah, it's a good game. Oh, yeah, no. I want to get somebody, you know, like Forbidden Forbidden Island is like the, the uh, gateway drug to Pandemic. Pandemic, yeah. It's, it's the, like, co-op game. For a very few number of boys, it's like four people maximum. Yeah. Uh, but also much. could be used for like 
young children. Yes. I should probably send that to my niece and nephew. Yeah. Well, they've definitely reached their pledge, so we'll... Uh... Yeah. Five times their pledge amount, or their goal amount. Yes, but the question is, did they? are they actually going to deliver? Because we, uh, we actually have a Kickstarter sitting right behind me. It's a uh, pop-up playpen. Uh-huh. And yeah, according to uh, Kate, who backed this one, there are there are still Kickstarters out there who have not gotten theirs, and we've had this thing for say a month or so, maybe more. Let's see if I can I mean, find it. I mean, it will take time, right? They have to build how many of these tables now? A lot. Two hundred and eighty-three backers, but not necessarily everyone is buying a table. Uh, what's the average pledge? One hundred and fifty thousand. Five by two hundred and eighty is five hundred and thirty-five dollars is the average pledge. Ah, so okay, almost everyone bought a table. Yeah, the uh, pop and go is what the uh, playpen is. That's called three thousand backers. Well, two thousand nine hundred backers pledged three hundred and ninety-five thousand dollars. Ooh, plus shipping. Oh, that does add a hundred and fifty dollars. But I mean, it's a table. It's a pretty nice table. I don't know. I'm, play- I'm toying around with it, but I thought I'd grab your opinion of it. Well, how often do you actually have dice-based board games? And what? How do? You, how does this table plug in to provide right, its there's, power? There's an AC power cord. It just plugs into the wall. Okay, so you got a cord then running from your table to the. Yeah, that's fine. Though you just put that on the floor until somebody trips over it. Well, you put a thing over it. Oh, one of those thingies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you put a thing over it. One of those thingies? Yes, one of those things. Mm-hmm. It's not like I don't have a bunch of cords in my kitchen anyway. <laughs> True. And you were just talking earlier about <laughs> putting a feed line to your Keurig. Yep. Yeah, I gotta think about it. I don't, I don't play that many board games anymore, is the thing. But, like, maybe if I had this, I'd be more inclined to use it and have people over. I mean, that... come on, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be fun to sit down have dinner, and then as you're all sitting there digesting, be like, all right, pull up the table leaves and play Pandemic. I mean, we could do that with our table. We just clear the dishes and you put down Pandemic. Yeah, but then the table's lit and it's nice and it looks cool. Or you could just have overhead lights. Mm. <laughs> it reminds me I need to get an electrician. Sometimes being fancy for fancy steak, sake. Mmm, fancy steak. <laughs> Fancy steak for fancy sake. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, Andy, that's like the best tagline for a restaurant ever. You need to open up a steakhouse. No, no. What I I've, need you I've, to do. I've seen too many Hell's Kitchens and uh, Kitchen Nightmares yep. and Bar Rescues. Yep. To recognize that people who don't know what they're doing shouldn't open a restaurant. Yes. <laughs> but Andy... We could open a steakhouse called Fancy. This is like opening a bar called Puzzle. Why do you open a bar called Puzzle? It was a line from How I Met Your Mother and be like, why do they call it Puzzle? That's the puzzle. But this is way better than Puzzle because you could get a fancy steak. We're going out for a fancy meal. Right. You should take your partner on a fancy date. Look at Mr. Fancy Pants here. (laughs) Oh my god, a line of clothing. Getting all fancy up here. I'm going to go put on my, my fancy shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. 
All right, that's the second business name that I now I, I now am am ready to go with. I have my consulting firm, Pro and Consensus, and then a restaurant named Fancy, which can do its own like clothing. I feel like the clothing line would be easier to do. You you set up one of those online custom tailor shops. Yeah, and just get a logo designed. Yep. A fancy logo? Something like that. That, yeah, that's awesome. All right, well, thank you, Andy. <laughs> no problem. Oh, man, if you if you just made it into a stamp so that you could put it on anything, right? That's a really nice table. Thanks. It's fancy. <laughs> Just, yeah, just send, sell a sticker pack. Yep. Fancy stickers. Yep. Ooh, he got the fancy ketchup. <laughs> Do you want the regular booze or the fancy booze? <laughs> oh, my God, it applies to everything. <laughs> All right. Hold, now I remember why. I was like, why did fancy ketchup come into my head? Fancy ketchup is actually a thing. What? Some ketchup in the U.S. is labeled, quote-unquote, fancy. This is a USDA grade relating to specific gravity. Fancy ketchup has a higher tomato solid concentration than other USDA grades. So it's it's more tomato. Yes. What? <laughs> That's crazy. Now I'm wondering you if can the, buy fancy on. ketchup. I'm going to check. I'm going to I'm going to check our Heinz in the refrigerator. <laughs> I'm curious now. Fancy ketchup. You're you're actually ladies and gentlemen. I give you Andy Lowe. Now it's just regular. Okay. You can buy fancy ketchup on Amazon. You can buy a jug of fancy ketchup. <laughs> oh, boy. Fancy ketchup coming in a jug. Uh, you can also, and I didn't know this, you can buy a, you know those, like, giant things of ketchup that you, you get at, like, some burger places? Like the giant jug of ketchup that you you attach a uh, like push down nozzle on. Sure. Okay, I'm just gonna send you a picture. That'll be easier. These. Oh, okay. One of those. All right. Six pack. <laughs> Look at the corner. Look at the corner. Six pack. You wanna guess how much? I don't know. Thirty bucks for six of those. For six of those. I hope you like ketchup. That's a lot of ketchup. On everything. That's that's an incredible amount. I mean, it's not one of the huge containers, but still, like, there you go. <laughs> Six pack of ketchup. Does Heinz have fancy ketchup? Oh, wow. The deal of the day right now is on flash drives and SD yes. cards. Yes, it is. Do you need more SD cards? Not really, no. Wow, a 256 gigabyte micro SD card, though. Put that in my phone. Never have to worry about storage space ever again. Yeah, until the card dies. Yes, that actually happened to me. Yep, happened to me. It's like, you know, oh yeah, no, I'm going to transfer everything off my phone onto my SD card so I don't lose it when I transfer phones, and then the SD card dies, and it's just like, son of a bitch. Yeah, because, like, what do you do then? Yeah. You you get a new SD card, but your current one is dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, the Michigan game is going on right now, isn't it? Yeah, um, Western's losing at the moment. Yay. Like, I'm sorry that they're losing, but also glad that Michigan isn't. Hey, we're going to get paid. Yep. <laughs> Blood money. Mm-hmm. You make money either way. Vegas spread has Michigan winning by 28. 
with the total being 56 and a half. That would be good. <clears throat> oh, excuse you. So, should we actually talk about topics on here? I guess. Yeah. I got some good news, though. Start What's off. That? Uh, for a while, everybody thought that the uh, Kepler spacecraft was uh, dead. Dead? It was dead. It's not dead. You know, at some point, yes, it will die, but right now, it's still alive. Kepler is the space telescope. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah, the exoplanet, exoplanet hunter? hunting one, yeah. Okay. Hey, cool. I feel good about that. Uh, so it's not dead? No. Was it just not responding? Um, well, like, the, it, they're running. it's running low on fuel. Ah. Uh, so. So do was, they have plans to refuel it? No, they, they put it to sleep. really funny. They put it to sleep in order to preserve what fuel, little fuel remained. So um, it, you know, it, it's it, they're just basically running it till it runs out of gas. So they they put it to sleep, hoping that you know they had enough fuel to basically to reorientate it to actually transmit the stuff back to Earth and you know not lose the image. Yeah. Okay. Um, one of the thrusters is apparently behaving erratically. Oh no! But uh, it's still it's now started its nineteenth observation campaign in nine years. So. It's going to just keep going. Neat. There's a... Actually, we've we've got a few topics about space things. Oh? Because Kepler was was running low on fuel. They put it in low power. Uh, But Opportunity has been having some problems. Yeah, there was a huge dust storm on Mars, right? A planet-wide dust storm. So, like, the rovers can't go very far. So it's not like they could outrun even a local dust storm. But this was a planet-wide dust storm, uh, bringing down the the amount of air, not air, uh, sunlight, like visible sunlight through the air, that's what I'm thinking, uh, below the amount that Opportunity would need to actually run. So that happened uh, and lasted for a while. First detected on May 30th. Yeah. Uh, In July, NASA posted that, like, the dust storm has peaked. But it could take weeks for the dust to settle on July 16th. So, (laughs) um, the storm has has gotten low enough and the dust has settled, so it it should be powering up, but we haven't heard from it. So, (laughs) NASA is giving it 45 days. If it doesn't respond in 45 days, then they may shutter it up. Well, that's the active phase of reaching out. Yes, so they, they are currently basically pinging it, yeah. trying to like, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? And to do that requires the, the um, um, deep space telescope, the like network of, of radios and telescopes across the planet. Yeah, the ones that are Australia, here, and it was Australia, it was here. Shoot, where was the third one? The DSN, the Deep Space Network. Uh, hang on, I'll tell you in a sec. The DSN, Madrid, Goldstone, and Australia, Canberra. Okay, so Madrid. All right. Oh, the one in Goldstone is chatting with the uh, solar observation with Soho. Hmm. What? The one in Canberra is still receiving data from Voyager 2. <laughs> wow. That's that's like their giant, giant telescope, the DSS-43, which is just... I love the fact that, like, they give live images of these things. Well, you got room in Australia. 
What the hell is this? What is the Dawn? 70 millim- seventy meter aperture? Jeez. Which one? The, the, the DSS-43? Yeah. It's just huge. What is the spacecraft Dawn? Dawn mission. Launched in 2007. Studying two or three protoplanets in the astro... Oh, it's it's uh, Vesa and Ceres. It's actually orbiting Ceres. I didn't know that we had something in orbit around that. Well, that's cool. Jeez, I love this website. Like, I really love this website. I think this is fantastic. I'm going to post this to the show notes just because it's fun. Anyway, uh, yeah, in in about 40 more days, they will stop active pinging opportunity and then just passively listen for it. And basically, it's it may be gone. It's, it's really like the little rover that could, though, right? Like, it tried. <laughs> it really tried. And it, it went for a long time past its mission. Yeah, did you... the the One of the last paragraphs here says that 14-plus years on Mars, it has no front steering. Its 256-megabyte flash memory is no longer functioning. <laughs> it has no flash? It has no flash. I don't, I don't know how it is... Operating. Yeah. Um, just keeping everything in local memory. Rovers were designed to travel about a thousand yards, and Opportunity has now logged more than 28 miles. Jeez. You know, just 10, 15 times as much. You know, longer than a marathon. Yep. Granted, in 14 years, Andy. Yes, I know, but still, that you know... <laughs> 14 years to go 30 miles. It's not a lot of movement. No, but still, it's, you know, that's that's pretty far for space exploration. Yeah. Ooh, is this the new one? Oh, sweet. Yeah. Sorry, I'm still on the DSN page. Um, one of the Madrid dishes is pulling data from the, uh, the Parker solar probe. That's That's the one that's going to go into the sun by sun definitions. There is another Mars rover on the way to Mars. Which it's like is? halfway there. I don't remember the name of the damn thing. Hang on. God, my, I'm just trying to pull all these facts out of my head, and I can't. I can't remember all of them anymore. There's so many of them now. Because there's opportunity. Yep. Spirit. Yep. Curiosity. Yep. And I don't remember. Is it insight? Is what? No. M- might be. Yeah, Insight yes. was the one that launched this year. Yeah, Mars rover Insight. Yep. Oh, because it's not a rover; it's a lander. Yes. So it's just going to set down and then be there. Yeah, it's interesting. There's like, oh yeah, we're we're borrowing designs from Phoenix for the Insight, and it's like, well, wait a second, Phoenix was kind of just built out of spare parts. <laughs> well, that's why it was called Phoenix. <laughs> oh, that makes sense because it's it was all the extra stuff. Okay. There's curiosity, there's spirit, there's opportunity. I have a map of Mars with the different uh, landing sites. Phoenix was landed very close to the pole. Yep. Okay, Uh, we have other topics, right? Yes. Oh, yes. Besides NASA and space and and watching the signals in the DSN, because that's just... God, I love watching this stuff. Well, isn't there a SpaceX launch happening tonight? Is there? Hold on, let's see. Now targeting September 9th for launch of Telstar 18. Okay. It was supposed to be tonight, but now it's going to be, I guess, tomorrow? Sounds like it. 
I just I can't believe this thing's talking to Voyager two. It's not transmitting. It's only receiving. Yeah, man. I wonder what the signal to noise ratio in that is. Uh well, I can't tell you that, but I can tell you the the power being received in the transmission. <laughs> it's five point one times ten to the negative twenty two kilowatts. A hundred, sorry, a negative 152, I, I assume this is like millidecibels? I don't know what a dBm is. Oh, the, um, yeah, da, da, da. yeah it's, it's decibels and milliwatts. Okay. Oh, man, and you think that your old cable, your old uh, dial-up was slow. Ready for this? The data rate to Voyager 2, 160 bits per second. I mean, it's still fast, right? It's still yeah. more than, like, your eye could process. But that's that's really slow. How come the SpaceX website does not tell me that there's going to be the, you know, what time the next launch is? I don't know. If they just list their completed mission. It's like, but, but what about tonight or tomorrow? Doesn't the SpaceX app tell you? Yeah, but I don't know where my phone... Oh, here's my phone. Uh-oh. I suppose we could we could actually pivot this then because we're talking about SpaceX and space, and we we could bring up Mr. Musk. Oh, what's he up to now? Have you not looked at the internet in the last thirty six hours? Not really. Why? Go look at Tesla's stock from yesterday. Uh oh. Who did he call a pedophile this time? I'm just gonna wait. Tesla stock T S. L.A. L.A. Ho! And then just scroll down a little bit, and you'll see the top stories. A bunch of Tesla executives resign, and Elon Musk smokes weed. Okay. It was not a good week for Tesla. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Um, Elon Musk just kind of like, yeah, dudes having issues. But that's, that's actually not what I wanted to talk about, because look, if he wants to smoke weed... In I assume it's legal wherever he was. It's legal in California, isn't it? I I don't know. Is pot legal in California? Recreational pot is legal in California. It's really bad when I have to start like actually searching this now to track where it's legal and where it's not. Well, Michigan's going to be voting on it. Yep. In theory. That's on the ballot this year. Yeah. The legislation was... Did you hear what they, they what legislators were trying to do? What? They were I trying to I pass the legislation to a point where they could basically then uh, get it off the ballot because then, you know, they could say, well, you know, it's not on the ballot because we've already, you know, passed the oh, law. But, but they then wanted... during the lame duck session after the elections, they were basically going to gut said law. Yeah. Yeah, I heard that. Did it fall? I'm not exactly sure. It's hard to keep track of what's on the ballot, what's not on the ballot, and now also, you know, the lack of straight ticking, straight ticket voting. Yep. Are you going to vote for legalizing pot? I don't know. I don't even know what the heck the uh, ballot proposal is. Probably to legalize marijuana. Well, there's a couple of things there. Uh, coalition to regulate marijuana like <clears throat> alcohol. To allow under state law the personal possession and use of marijuana by persons 21 years of age or older. And then there's also the, um, where is it? Abrogate Prohibition, Michigan. Make the use of cannabis plant lawful in Michigan. So I... So you're not sure because you don't know what's actually going to be on there. I don't know what's on there. As soon as they'll tell me what's on there, then I can actually start looking into it. Uh, It's for the November one, right? 
Yeah. You know, you can go to the Secretary of State ballot proposals. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm currently at, but... Okay. Oh, but you don't know which one is going to be... Yes. ...on your ballot. Keep our lakes great. Oh, God. Yeah, the uh, public ballot information is not available at this time. Yep, because they aren't required to until later on. Create an independent citizens redistricting commission. Oh, my God. Vote for that. <laughs> oh, yeah. The voters, not politicians proposal. Yeah. Yeah. That was the one that the Chamber of Commerce was fighting tooth and nail to stop. And, and one of everyone the... who is a member of the Chamber of Commerce was like, no, nope, we want this. <laughs> um, it was ridiculous. It was so bad that uh, at the uh, Republican uh, Party get together, the, the, what, what are they called when the party all gets together? Um, the, the, I don't know the, dem- the the convention. Yeah, the state Republican convention got together and they were because uh, judges are still have uh, political affiliations in Michigan. Yes. So the state party is the one that actually nominates what judges are supposed to appear on the ballot. Yes, and the judges that were uh, had actually uh, voted down the Chamber of Commerce's fight against this actually got booed at the state convention when they were announced for their nomination. Really? Yeah. Because the Republicans wanted it? No, they didn't. They wanted the, because it it was appealed to the courts. Yeah. And the judges struck down the appeal that allowed this to actually oh. continue on. So they, they, they tried to stop it and yes. the judges struck that down. Yes. And so then the convention booed the judges. Yes. Okay. So wait, is this going to be on your ballot? Yes. Oh my God. That's amazing. Good luck. Yeah, did you ever uh, listen to the 538 podcasts about gerrymandering? Nope. Oh. But I've seen a lot of the CGP Grey videos about it. There, uh, 538 did a short series of podcasts. There was like six of them. That was specifically about gerrymandering. And they talked to people in North Carolina, California, and a, f- a couple other places as well. Um, and California did this. California created an independent commission. And they actually interviewed some of the commission members and they're just like, oh, my God, it was just chaos of the amount of people who were like almost giving them death threats. What? Yeah. Oh, dear. All I know is 538 is predicting that the Dems take the house. With what, like a 75 percent odd or something like that? Yep. 73 percent. Really hoping that's the case. Right. So other topics, what do we got on here? Oh, um, so we were talking about Tesla. Yes. Because we were talking about Elon Musk and his breakdown, which before, led us we, to... before we got sidetracked, man, this is after, like this. We, we, some, some episodes we live up to our name. <laughs> it's just all over the map. This Cats is one and dogs living together. No, no, we don't need to go that far, but like, did we, yeah. Okay. The reason I was pulling up Tesla was not to talk about legalizing marijuana or Michigan ballot proposals. <laughs> um, this is like one of those bad nights on Wikipedia where you're like, ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Ooh, what's that? Uh, Walmart is placing an order for 30 more Tesla semis. Oh, okay. So <laughs> that's it. That's all I wanted to say. Just more Tesla semis are being are being purchased, which I, I wonder, like, is now the time to invest in Tesla? As Elon Musk is, like, fucking with the stock. I feel really bad for anyone who did the, like, yeah, I've secured funding for Tesla. You should buy now and not sell it for under, like, $420. Because <laughs> a month ago, August 7th, 
The stock was at 370. I, I want, but right now the stock is at 260. Yeah, but if you look back it in April, 30% Andy. Back in April the stock price was 252. Yep. So is this just a market correction where you know everybody's like Tesla 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 buy 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 and then and then everyone's like oh wait no Elon Musk is actually a crazy motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I don't know. Do wish I had like invested back in 2010. 20 bucks a share. So, these trucks are still supposed to come out next year, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. I mean, they've made one, right? Yes. The one that it drove was actually just country. in the. Yeah. They, uh, did it do that unpiloted? No. Uh, it didn't have any support vehicles. <laughs> what? <laughs> why? Why would that be a thing? Because they wanted to prove that it could, by itself, travel cross country without having any other support vehicles around it. What support vehicles would it need? Parts, um, charging. Like most most trucks don't drive with support vehicles. No, but right? you know this that was that was their big thing. My favorite bit was the fact that they basically would take over a whole Tesla charging station. Just to power the truck? Power the truck, yeah. They they basically created their own, like, multi-cable snake. They would plug <laughs> into multiple tra- superchargers. Just to charge it faster. Just to, no, just to get the amount of bandwidth in the one <gasps> there to, to, to charge it in oh, a normal God. amount of time. Oh, God. <laughs> so now I'm just picturing, like, a whole big, like, the eye just rolls out all these extension cords. <laughs> and just takes... Yeah. With the supercharger network and an extension cord. Yeah. <laughs> wow. When do the Nic- uh, Nikola trucks come out? The, the what? You the mean Nikola the Faraday? One? No, not the Faraday. The Ni- Nikola. N-I-K-O-L-A trucks. Someone's making a Nikola truck? Yes. The Nikola Motor Company. Yes. Whose <laughs> brilliant idea was that? Hydrogen-powered cabs. Fully electric, hydrogen-powered sleeper semi-trailer. Reserve yours now. Yes. Starting at... That's funny. I don't know how much money that is. It's three letters. TBD. (laughs) You can reserve it. It costs zero dollars to reserve it. You agree to the Nicola One Reservation Agreement. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. (laughs) There's probably some legal things in there we should probably look at first. Does not constitute the order. When we start the production, we will ask you to configure your Nicola one. Nicola will create an order for your vehicle, and you will receive a purchase agreement indicating purchase of the vehicle. Base vehicle or option pricing may not be available at the time of your reservation, and if pricing is available, it is subject to change until agreed upon in and in an execute until agreed upon in an executed purchase agreement. From time to time, we will ask you to provide information to enable us to perform our obligations under these terms and conditions. We will trade all your personal information, blah, 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 limitation of liability. Dave, this, this is say, not a car commercial. Doesn't say anything about, like, actually having to pay. <laughs> well, if you want to try to reserve your own Nikola 1. The sleeper cab. I could just get the Nikola 2, which is just the day cab. Try taking that into work. Oh, you can't because you're in an underground garage, aren't you? Uh, there is one surface lot except for about six weeks of the year. I'd, I'd have to work with facilities and be like, I'd like to drive a semi to work. 
I'm driving driving a hydrogen powered semi to work. Where can I park it? And they'd be like, What do you mean? I'd be like, I have a hydrogen powered semi. <laughs> Laura and I were talking about getting a bigger car. <laughs> <laughs> You're literally killing me here. (laughs) You you doing okay, Andy? I can't. I'm congested right now, and I'm I'm having a hard time actually breathing. Ooh, and there's a charging station in Madison for this. (laughs) One. (laughs) There is one charging station in Madison. Well, don't worry, because the truck supposedly has a range of 800 to 1,200 miles between refueling. So just one day, I'd have to, like, go in there and just pump it full. Yes. And then I'd be good for a couple months. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, and the fuel is free. <laughs> Man, like, if I got this with, with the, the sleeper, like, think about, you going on trips would be great. You just got to make sure to get your commercial driver's license. Do you think I need one? For a truck that size? Yeah, I do believe you'd need a CDL. But I'm not driving commercially. I think it just, I think for its vehicle size, when is a CDL required? Here we go. (laughs) What are we doing? Who needs a CDL? Any resident who intends to operate the following commercial vehicles is required to have a commercial driver's license. Having a gross vehicle weight rating of 26,000 pounds or more, towing a trailer or other vehicles with a... Gross vehicle weight rating of 10,000 pounds or more when the gross combined weight rating is 26,000 pounds or more. So as long as the truck is less than 26,000 pounds, as long as it's less than 13 tons, I don't need one. Yes. Okay, let's see. Day cab would be lighter. Oh, oh, wait, hold on, hold on. The following people do not need a CDL. Active duty of military when operating military vehicles. Police officers and firefighters. Farmers and individuals operating motorhomes or other vehicles used exclusively to transport personal possessions or family members for non-business purposes. There you go. That last one. Yeah. Right? As long as I just use the car for me, I don't need a CDL. God, this this is sort of like when... Okay, so when we got the oh house here... Andy, Andy. Yeah. It It is a house. <laughs> What features are included in the Nicola One cab? Ready? Yeah. One to two full-sized beds. Okay. 4K TV. (laughs) Full-size fridge and freezer. Microwave. Closet for hanging clothes. Computer desk. Wi-Fi and 4G LTE internet connectivity. And electronic climate controls. There's no bathroom, though. So you pull into a truck stop. (laughs) You are a truck. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. Yes. There is no clutch. Well, yeah, because it's electric. Yep. Uh, With four electric motors, you get a unique six by four experience with full torque nearly all of the time. You should not have to hit certain RPM to optimize torque. You should have full torque available at all speeds from one to 65. You should experience no appreciable drop off in torque. uh, One to 65 miles per hour. uh, And... Only noise of the radiator and the gears. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuel cell runs on hydrogen fuel. It is nearly silent. Has anybody built an electric RV yet? 
Oh, I'm sure. If not, then I know there's places that do conversions. Winnebago launches an all-electric RV platform back in May, but it can't be used as an electric motorhome yet. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) There's a new fully equipped RV powered by solar panels and a 91-kilowatt-hour battery pack being unveiled in Germany. Zero dollars for reservation, and it saves you a place in line. We plan to begin delivering the first trucks in 2020. So you just got to hold out until then? Yep. (laughs) Okay. Topics? Uh, (laughs) Um, We can hit some gaming things there. The uh, Xbox is getting Alexa and Cortana support. Uh, Steam is now having an an adults-only filter. Okay. So you can filter out explicit sexual content out of your results. So you can filter for it or to filter it out of what you want? I don't know. Maybe it's a... little of A and a little of B. Yeah. Um, Some cool stuff with the Switch. Yes. Uh, Civ 6 is coming to the Switch. What's this whole thing about the cloud saves? I don't understand what's going on with that. So you know what cloud saves are? Yes. That when you're connected, it will save your game to the cloud. Yeah. Nintendo servers, so that you can play it later, like, on a different Switch, right? Okay. Um, but it's only available for some games. Mm. It, it's basically just been poorly communicated. All right. Uh, the next saga of Olympics and esports. Ooh. The uh, president of the IOC has made it clear that there is currently little hope of esports ever being included in the iconic sporting event. Give it time. We cannot have in the Olympic program a game in which promoting violence or discrimination. We can we cannot have in the Olympic program a game which is promoting violence or discrimination. They, from our point of view, are con- contradictory to the Olympic values and cannot therefore be accepted. We cannot have in the Olympic program a game which is promoting violence, says the man who won an Olympic gold medal for fencing. Fencing's not violent? <laughs> Question mark. You can get an Olympic gold medal for shooting. But you're not shooting at other people. No. Your 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 argument, I get your argument. You'd be far better off arguing things like wrestling. Oh, oh, here we go. Okay. Of course every combat sport has its origins in a real fight among people. But sport is the civilized expression about this. If you have e-games where it's about killing somebody, this cannot be brought into line with our Olympic values. Mm, I think the same argument could apply. That, like, it is the expression, it, it, it shares the origins. Yep, sure enough. But it's the expression of that, that thing. I think, you know what? I think it's a matter of time. Oh. Still, I, when I first read that, I was like, Really? Game which is promoting violence, says the guy who won for fencing. Yep. Where you're literally trying to stab the other guy. I'm with you. No, you're trying to score points. And you score points how? By touching the other person with your sword. (laughs) Uh, Nielsen has just uh, bought Super Data Research, which means they're going to start to try and get more of the digital sales data for their analyst, I guess. God, Nielsen's just buying everybody. Oh, and I just, uh, there was a wonderful article here that, uh, in case you're wondering, it has been one year since Equifax announced of their major breach. So it's been a year and, like, five months since the actual breach. Yep. 
Thanks, Equifax. Yeah, and the, the oh, article is my, like, what's changed? Nothing. Nothing. My credit card was stolen this week, by the way. Ooh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's the card I use for literally everything, too. Oh. So it means I have to go back through all of my auto payment stuff and change them to whatever the new card number is. I have to memorize the new card number because I hate pulling out the card to type it in. <laughs> I do. I'm like, I've had my credit card memorized. I have to go back and re-memorize it. So nothing changed for Equifax. Nope. Yeah, not surprised. Um, PAX happened. Yep. I'm sad I missed it. It looked like a lot of fun. There was a really interesting uh, kind of thing. Actually, so I did watch uh, one of the PAX panels. It was um, three gamers slash streamers who are also like microbiologists and geneticists. And they were looking at the science behind biology and games. So, like, could we genetically engineer a Metroid? Could we uh, have a, a virus that reduces the um, virility of an entire population? So it was a really interesting talk. Uh, very, very well done. There was another one. Another. It wasn't a panel. It was more of an event hosted by Riot that drew a little bit of criticism from some people that I don't agree with. Um, Riot had a, a expose done by Kotaku a few months ago saying, like, it is entirely a chauvinist and misogynist and man-driven industry, and in particular this company, that it's a bro culture, that it's uh, not welcoming to women. And Riot was like, shit, that's accurate, and we don't like that. And so they've been trying to do things to change their image and their culture. One of the things they did at PAX was they had a, a panel for women and non-binary gender people. Yes, this is a panel for only women. If, if you identify as a man, you were not allowed in. Yes. That pissed off a lot of men. And you know what? I... I I get the anger and I get being pissed off and excluded from it. But like, this is the step in the right direction. Yes. The problem was that they did not respond with the, the greatest of civility. No. Well, that's because riot riot actually responded quite well. Yes. Um, <laughs> some riot employees did not No, calling, uh, the people who were criticizing the panel as man babies and overgrown toddlers and throwing hissy fits. Not the best uh, language to use. So those two employees actually got fired. Yes. Well, one of them one of them was let go. The other one may have resigned. We aren't sure yet. Yes, one of them was fired. The other one, we're not sure. But both of them at the time were uh, responding to criticizing of the panel with non-professional language. So, yep. Not cool. Nope. Uh, any other ones that you want? I th I'm assuming we're good on time. Yes. <laughs> yes, we are. Any, any other things you want to hit? Are we good? Just in case people are interested in how much editing happens during this, the current timing on the recorder <clears throat> is at 77 minutes right now. <laughs> I mean, like 10 minutes of that was, was just empty garbage at the beginning, right? Something like before like we that. started recording. Okay, so we're we're good. Not um, no no no. I think this was only like about two minutes of stuff. Oh 
Oh, God. All right. So, well, we should probably hit the randoms. We should hit the randoms. Yes. Dave? Oh, it's my random review. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am, am going to review... Well, so I... I hmm, I'm going to change my review on the fly. I have two old laptops, and they died. I had a <laughs> Lenovo... I, it, it, I'm building up to it! Okay. I had a Lenovo, and it died, and I had a Dell Alienware, and it died. And I'm like, well, shit, there was stuff on those laptops that I wanted. And so I, I opened up the laptop, and I ripped out the hard disk, uh, which was easier said on one of them than the other. Holy shit, Alienware does not make it easy to get into their laptops. No. Um, and I pulled out the hard disk, and then it sat on my desk for, like, six months. <laughs> because... What you have a hard disk? Cool. Do you have slots for it? Do you have SATA connectors? Do you have power? And so I saw on Amazon a uh, a connector, a uh, Sabrin T, or is it Sabrin? I'm not sure. I think it's Sabrin T SATA connector for two and a half drives. It's a USB three connector. So you plug USB three in on one side, and the other side plugs into the back of the hard disk. It's that got the little SATA L connector and the power connector. And then you just plug the hard disk in through the USB port. And it's fantastic. Like, holy shit. There were no drivers to install. There was no messing around. It was... Pl- you can plug and play with hard disks. Because they're just mounted uh, basically as, as USB drives. Like, mm-hmm. they're just put in there. It's like, oh yeah, no, that's just a USB connection. I know how to do that. And so I was able to go in and pull everything off that I wanted off of these two drives. And it was super cheap. Let me go pull up the order. Like, I'm, I'm thinking about getting more. Yeah, it was nine bucks. Oh, well, that's way cheaper than the one that I have that I got for work, actually. Yeah. Now, it only works with the two and a half inch drives. Oh, OK. It does not work with the three and a half inch. The one I have can do two and a half and three and a half inch SATA drives. That's pretty awesome. This one doesn't pull enough power because it's just through the USB. Okay. So it's only for two and a half inches. But like, those are small drives. They're easy to have and easy to like stack up. I'm thinking about getting a couple of these and using it as a RAID array. So, yep, it's the Sabrent USB 3.0 to SSD slash half inch SATA. One, two, three, hard drive adapter. Cost nine bucks. Oh, sweet. You can buy it in USB 3.0 or USB uh, C. Oh, mine can uh, do uh, USB 3 or eSATA. Nice. Which I, I can, I'll review that one next week. Well, I'll, okay. I'll show you what I do for that sort of stuff there. Sounds good. So that'll be for next week. All right. So what was the exact name of this thing again so I can get the right link? Sabrent USB 3.1. Uh, sorry, you said USB 3.0. I'll send you the link. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that. Okay. Uh, random topic. We rolled ahead of time. Yes. How many U.S. presidents can you name without looking it up? Since Dave was off doing I don't know what the hell when I rolled this, uh, it gave me a, sa- uh, a chance to think about this and write them down. Okay. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twenty, 
Andy didn't know that there's an Animaniac song. <laughs> Which is surprising because, A, I actually have a soundtrack of, anim- like, honest-to-goodness CD soundtrack mm-hmm. of the Animaniacs show. Two, we have the Animaniacs on DVD. And like you never the, listened to this one. The whole series. Oh. Three, our cake toppers at our wedding was Pinky, Pinky and, and the, the Brain. brain. Yeah. You know, that's how into... It's, it's to the tune of William Tell. George Washington was the first you see. He once chopped down a cherry tree. President number two would be John Adams. And then number three, Tom Jefferson stayed up to write the declaration late at night. So he and his wife had a great big fight. She made him sleep on the couch all night. Okay, that's three. Madison. Okay. Monroe. Quincy Adams. Jackson. Martin Van Buren. Harrison. John Tyler. Polk, Zachary Taylor, Millard Fillmore, Franklin Pierce, uh, James Buchanan, uh, Lincoln, right. (laughs) Oh yeah, Lincoln! (laughs) Uh, Johnson, Ulysses Grant, Screaming Raven Ranch, drinking whiskey out of his his pants, Uh, Rutherford Hayes, James Garfield, Chester Arthur gets instated, four years later he was traded, Grover Cleveland, Elected places. Uh, Harrison McKinley. Have I beaten your number yet? I, I lost count. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Roosevelt, Taft, Woodrow Wilson, and takes us into World War One. Warren Harding, he did fine. Calvin Coolidge next in line. Uh, and then in 1929, market crashes, and we find it's Herbert Hoover's big debut. He gets the blame and loses to Franklin Roosevelt, president who helped us win in World War II. Every Truman Eisenhower's got the power from 53 to 61. After Eisenhower. I know all the rest of them after Eisenhower. Kennedy, Johnson, yep. Nixon, yep. Ford. Yep. And then after that, it's easy because it's just Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump. Damn it, I didn't know there was a song. Ah, Sorry. God, you and your music memory. Yeah. Man, do you think do you think if Gilbert and Sullivan were alive today, they probably would have worked on the Animaniacs? Um Gilbert, yes. Sullivan, probably not. He actually hated what they did. Really? Yeah, he really hated it. Hmm. I did not know that. Stupid song. Go listen to it. No, yeah, I know. I'm gonna do that as soon as, you know, as soon as we're off, but. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, you know, off the, I can name all the presidents after World War II, and then, you know, I know the first couple of them, and then there's the, the, the famous ones in the middle. Okay. That's, that's Ooh. what I've got off the top of my head. There I, used to be a I'd thing. Ask, I'm curious as to who's on your list, but not curious enough to drag out the show even longer. <laughs> so, send me your list. I'm curious. Okay. All right? Yep. I think that's good. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. (laughs) 